entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Hey, guys, we're alive. Hey, and... For the it's first Tuesday. time, oh yeah, no, the, he, August 9th, twenty twenty two. Doesn't Ruben say? And it's no, he doesn't. What does he say? He says it's episode. Oh yeah, so and so and so. Oh, oh, I got it. Start over. Okay, three, two, one. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. Hang on, hang on. It's Tuesday. Hey. Oh, we're recording already, Ruben. Yeah, we we started early. Welcome, Ruben. Yeah, Ruben. <laughs> And uh, as you did not hear, Layton's not here. <laughs> no, we're not that sad. <laughs> uh, that's well, good. Ruben, I, I feel like this is actually a good enough start to the episode that we should just keep it. I, I have agree. an SD card in there. Are you actually recording? Yeah, yes. there's an SD card in there. All right, that's fine. <laughs> you know what episode number it is? Nope. 429. No, not oh. that high. I think I think we're in the twenties. Dead air. Huh? Did Paul? Did they change their Wi-Fi? Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah, I'm on it too. Well, Guess. share it. Share it with me because I'm not getting connected. What? What? Mm. You show up late and then you don't have the Wi-Fi password. Uh, for a first time ever. Yeah. We were all here. That is several weird. minutes. Before I was actually Ruben. worried about you, Ruben. At least two minutes before Ruben. All right. But probably more like five. We came at like 424. Um, I was here for I'm not sure what the number is. Okay, okay here we go. Now, now we're loading up. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't usually get to catch Ruben off guard like this. I no. know. It's great. It's weird. It's 416. Oh. Four, six, episode 416. And four, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Something. August 9th, 2022. So it is a different episode. Yeah, it is. Uh, Layton's not here. Jeff is here, and Theodore and Nicholas. Hi, guys. And we just got back from a motorcycle trip. Yeah, I heard um, a bunch of us, including your brother Jeff. You mm-hmm. went along. I was so I was told. Actually, I got snaps from him all weekend. So oh, so I so okay. I was informed <laughs> throughout <laughs> the process. Uh, we had I don't know how many near death experiences would you say. Too many to count. I mean, if you just the trip down, if you count that as one, <laughs> then that really takes the numbers down. But then uh, we had some, we had one well, near, near you, death experience while we we're down there with uh, steel projectiles flying oof. at someone's head. Heavy, oof. heavy steel. Yes. Ruben, when you say well, heavy pounds. steel, people are thinking I beams. Okay, well, not that heavy. But a five pound steel object. Ooh. Um, and then obviously, yeah. That's. That's that was the main one. <laughs> That's pretty much it. But on, no, on the way down, I guess should we give a little bit of a recap what this is? Sure. Yeah. This is a annual motorcycle trip from a group of friends from Sandy Ridge. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of expanded a little bit over the years because obviously uh, we go to Cornerstone Chapel now, the the sister church of Sandy Ridge. And there's some other people too you know, close friends and family that go as well. So it's not it's not exclusive to Sandy Ridge. But that's well, kinda that's kinda where it started. We probably wouldn't let people from, I don't know, Berea go, just for yeah. instance. Yeah. I, I mean I I've never gone on the bike trip. I don't even own a bike, but I'd say for sure people from Berea don't get a lot yeah, to go. No, yeah. No. Yeah. Um but anyway, <laughs> so it usually ends up being 
a halfway or a half day journey to a spot. And then from there we go out on day journeys with motorcycles Mm -hmm. and stay at one place for how many nights? Usually three, three three nights. Um, and it has kind of evolved over the time. And so sometimes it's in Michigan, it's been in Ohio, it's been in Kentucky. This year it was in Tennessee. Mm. And we ended up going, being in, I think, five different states. Yeah, hold it. it was all said and done. Yep. Starting in Indiana, mm-hmm. went through Ohio for a little bit, Tennessee, Kentucky, mm. and North Carolina. North Carolina. It's actually six, Ruben, because you forgot the state of misery that all of you were in on the oh, way home. Oh, yeah, so six. And what theater is referring to is on the way down. Well, anyways, this is a much further <laughs> one-day journey that than is normal. Mm. It took... 12 hours mm-hmm. to, from 12 when we hours started to got, when we got down. Now, we, weren't on the, we had to Ruben, wait for rain for about an hour and a half. Does that okay. figure in a time change? Yeah. Okay. It was 12, it was, no, it was 12 hours of actual time. Okay. Of yeah. actual driving. Yeah. Plus the rain. No, no. no, not actual driving, just time. 12 hours from when we started to when we were at the destination. And on the way down, it didn't take long. Usually you want to start feeling miserable when you're about three quarters of the way through. But I started getting a little bit sore about 20 minutes in. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Ruben. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I, I, yeah, yeah, Ruben. I could feel it before we even hit 30. Yeah, me too. And that's eight miles away from our house. Uh, and how many miles was it total? Was it about 500 miles down one way? Yeah. No, it was, it was like 390. Four, no, I thought it was over 400. It was over 400, you're right. It was over 400. Oh, 400 miles. It was four, 390 by the crow fly. 401. No, I'm no. thinking 468. But by the end of the trip, we did 1,300 Miles, hold it, one thousand three hundred miles. An ambitious trip on a motorcycle. But just to give you an idea of what it was like going down. We left before sunrise, and I don't like driving at in the dark. But we did driving in the dark with a motorcycle would scare me. It's yeah. not. Fun. It's the primary reason why I don't. Why I haven't bought a motorcycle to drive to and from work because I don't trust other drivers. Yeah, in the dark, I I don't drive to work if I'm leaving. Yeah, before sunrise. <clears throat> or anywhere really. Well, you don't only have I'd, to drive to work if well, not anymore. <laughs> you can just but when I walk when I was. from bed to your office. Uh, he drives I'll, out to the garage. <laughs> it's too far to walk. But on, on the way down, it was. It, let me. Every day we got soaked with rain. Mm-hmm. Fun, including on the way home. It was <sighs> just like the last, uh, probably about the last ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So we avoided actual <laughs> rainfall until the last ten minutes, and then it dumped. For a little bit. Oh, man. But uh, on the way down, yeah, it was... Was that you personally, was or was that everybody as a group? Everyone. Okay. Well, we were we were all together for the most part. Yeah. But, like, you personally, like, finishing your way, you know, to the rest, to your house. We didn't get... I guess Bubba... One of the guys might have skipped the rain. Yeah. But everyone else was in it. Yeah. But, yeah, it was foggy on the way down. It was... It was pretty pretty crazy. Pretty perilous. Uh, um, I, it it was so. My rear end hurt so bad that today, every time that I sit down, I, I can still feel it. Oh, I, it. I feel fine today. I, I literally, it feels like I got. Do you ever have a feeling where you got spanked like twice in a day and you couldn't sit for a few days? No, I don't think any of us know what that's. I don't like. know if I ever got spanked twice in a day. I don't think I did either. But just picture a hard spanking like from your mom. Usually it's from the mom because she spanks harder than the father. But anywho, That's not true across the board. Nicholas. <laughs> anywho, but it was for me. So it was. It was, was too. I'll Anyways, agree with that one. 
it, it literally feels like I, I. It literally hurts to sit down. Like it, my my rear end still hurts to sit down. I don't ever remember getting spanked to the point of it hurting to sit, but I do remember getting spanked a lot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, childhood memories. Mm. Anyway, the I talked about the projectile coming coming after our one rider. It just so happened that morning before we took off, oh, yeah. we were talking about what would you do if. Um, yeah, if a piece of metal, if a floorboard or a peg was came flying at you, would you try to swerve and potentially dump off your your rider, um, your passenger, mm-hmm. or swerve into something else, or swerve into something else, or lose control and just fall over? Okay, or would you duck, possibly saving yourself but nailing your passenger, <laughs> killing the person, behind or would you. you just try to? Absorb the hit <laughs> to, pr- to protect your passenger, but potentially wrecking. Are you wearing a helmet? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes, you're wearing a helmet. Is the projectile going into your tire? No, it's no. like it's like head level. Oh, right, right at your head. Mm. Yeah. So we'd been, we'd been discussing this a little bit, trying to think about what would you do. And it just so it happened, like, on the way to breakfast, this was in the morning, on the way to breakfast, all of a sudden on the intercom, I think it was you, Nicholas. No, it was Dana. I, I heard Dana... Yell! What did he yell? Well, we thought he yelled. We just lost a passenger. But he didn't say it like that. <laughs> no, we, he, we all we all most of us all had intercoms, so you could mm-hmm. talk with each other. And so it was more like <gasps> we lost we a passenger. Lost passenger. <laughs> we lost it. Just screaming from multiple people, and you can't understand a thing. You, no. you can't understand it, but you know there's terror. Yep. And, and sometimes it's not. It's like, look at that huge house, and someone screams that, and you're like, who died? <laughs> well, they're just pointing at a big house. That annoys me, but yeah. this was an actual <laughs> emergency. Usually it's not. Usually I can tell the difference. Oh, there was one time someone yelled. It, it, was, it was Charlotte. Stupid. I know who it was. It was, it was Brenton about a, a Corvette. Yes. He was yes, like, exactly. I mean, he was like, <gasps> A Corvette. <laughs> I love Corvettes. That's how it was. And everyone's and it was like loud and scary. Uh, yeah, it, it was. It was bad. <laughs> um, Do you have to push a button for the intercom to work, or is it just always on? It's always on. So it, you're just talking to each other the whole time. Yep. It picks up. Yeah. When you start talking, mm. it's oh, pretty. Okay. It's pretty smart. <clears throat> um, is it pretty good at filtering out the motorcycle noises? Yeah. For the most it, part. it does. It does really when, well when everyone's taking off. You can hear it. Yeah. But when you're going down the road, it's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, so what happened was, actually, your brother he lost a foot peg. Uh, or no, no, it was pas- a, it was his passenger's. Uh, foot it was rest. a floorboard, not a foot peg. Yeah, because it, it was probably what I, I, five, I heard five inches the size of a, the size of a mango, but flat. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, like a bicycle pedal. Kind of, but maybe a little bigger. Bigger L- a little and longer. solid metal. Did any yeah. of you guys, I was towards the front, so I didn't see it happen. Did any of you actually see it? Yes, no, I, okay. I was I was the, the last person. Okay, so you were in the very back. Yes. What did you see? Okay, so, happened? okay, let me tell you who's in front of me first. Okay, this this tells and you. people don't know who these people are, so just give a, give a description that would be interesting for a listener who doesn't know these people. Okay, so to, okay, so first of all, when when you drive motor, motorcycle down the road, you stagger. So there's, there's like, Right, left, right, left, like kind of, mm-hmm. kind of close mm-hmm. to each other, but not right beside each other. It's like offset. I don't know how to really stagger say it. is a stagger. good word. Okay, stagger. So I am in the way back, and I'm on the right side of the road, like mm-hmm. the right lane technically, because there's two lanes in one lane. 
And on to the front left of me is Nathan. Um, he's my age, and he works at Air Cabinet. He's, he's <laughs> Air a, Cabinet Nathan. Air he's, Cabinet Nathan. And then in front of him to the right is his father, Air Cabinet owner. Weldon. Weldon. So Air Cabinet owner Weldon was right in front of me, okay? Well, let's just shorten this, Air Weldon. Air Weldon. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Air Weldon. Um, he ended up having some sweet moves. Yeah. So, so Dana screams, and ah! Dana is Air Weldon's uh, Air Weldon's <laughs> heir. He's his son. So, Air Air Dana. Air Air Dana. Air, Air Dana was Air. one yelling, and and as I I asked about it, and he said the the <clears throat> foot peg was slid past him. Ah. So, so this is while it's happening. This is while it's happening. So people he, know it. He's in the moment. Ah! Past Dana, all of a sudden, ding, it flies up. Oh, yeah. Right over Air, Air Weldon. Well, but he doesn't know it's over him. It, to him, it's coming for his head. Yeah. As what I saw, I saw that it, it, I thought it hit Weldon, ding, off of Weldon, and shot straight up. Now, if I would have stayed in my lane, it probably would have came down towards me. Yeah. But being the great motorcycle driver that I am, quick thinking, I swerved over into into air Nathan Lane behind him behind him second string air air Nathan yes yeah, yeah. second, second string, string air air Nathan behind behind him in his lane foot peg lands beside me and I look behind me to make sure that it doesn't hit a vehicle yeah it doesn't luckily if it falls beside me and then it scoots right into the grass yeah which is beside the road mm-hmm. I look in front of me and I'm picturing Weldon's probably got a massive bloody gush of, of blood coming out on his face as he got hit in the face or his motorcycle's broken yeah. I, I thought it hit it hit Weldon anywho we get to breakfast well, well did you just <laughs> did you see look to see if he was okay or did you just like well either way we'll just wait he was still driving pretty what normal <laughs> did, so I was did, like, you, well, did you stay behind air, air Nathan so that you wouldn't get blood on your bike well my bike's red so I wasn't really scared about the blood I was just like you know, I was just more scared of, of his of his bike because it's you know. white. Yeah, it's white. I didn't want him to get blood on his you know motorcycle. Anyways, he I, I didn't even hear him say anything. Like, did he say I'm okay? I was in the I I, I didn't I couldn't tell who had the close call or if anyone even did. Oh, I just knew something you know dangerous had happened. <laughs> almost someone almost died. Potentially, yeah. But uh, no, I I didn't hear Walden say anything. I think. Uh, his wife said she's okay. Or... I think I'm pretty sure because they were kind of explaining it before we got to breakfast. Okay, okay, that's the. And then everyone, so this happened. Then I was like, "Well, whose foot peg was it?" And everyone's like, "It's not mine." It's Every, not everyone mine. looked down, and everyone had their foot pegs. Well, yeah. they're highway pegs, which is for the driver. Yeah, yeah. to yeah. stretch out because that's what we thought it was. Oh, we should back up actually. Before this again, Kyle, your brother Kyle. Lost an actual foot peg. An no, actual floorboard. floorboard. <laughs> That's where you rest Sorry. your foot to break and okay. shift. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a, a floorboard, but that did not hurt anyway. It just slid off. My dad saw it, but he thought it was just something that, you know. Pieces. So pieces Piece. of bike were flying for the whole trip. If you remember, this happened on another motorcycle trip many years ago, <laughs> uh, which we mentioned on the podcast. Yes. And, and, and um, Lane made fun of, of Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, very gracefully absorbed my foot peg <laughs> with his shin. 
And for reference, we're gonna we're gonna uh, give Michaelopedia some work. And Michaelopedia, which episode was that? Yeah. Hey, Kyle, this goes out to you. Oh, nice. This goes out to Kyle's shin. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I don't no, know. this one. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one. All right, let's get back. Um, right. Okay, so. Okay, so everyone's kind of, yeah, we're okay, we're okay. No one's foot peg or floorboard is missing. So we're like, well, we'll just go to breakfast. So we go to breakfast, and we get to breakfast. And we're kind of deciding, like, whose who's floorboard is it? Who's, well, again, again, we didn't know it was a floorboard. Sorry. Whose object on who's their missing, motorcycle? Who's missing something? Everyone looks. I double-checked. I was like, I don't even have. And then it was just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Ooh, well played. Perfect. Then we found the culprit. I don't think he did it intentionally. But I think we're still unsure. But yeah, we don't know. <laughs> the jury's still out. Uh, but Jeff's younger brother Kyle, passenger floorboard, was the culprit. But in his defense, it's not his motorcycle. Oh, it's not his motorcycle. You're it's right. Jeff's father's motorcycle. That's right. It did make me realize. I, I wonder. I did actually check my hardware to make sure <clears> it was tight. Uh, because it does happen that things do vibrate loose. Yeah. So you apart. should have uh, a, a checklist, kind of like uh, what you do if you have to drive semi. Mm-hmm. Pre-trip inspection. Pre-trip inspection. And you go around and you check and make sure all the wiggly parts are not wiggly. Mm-hmm. Or all the, wig- are the potential wiggly yeah. parts are not wiggly. It would be a good idea. A very good idea. To do. And it doesn't take long. Just like, just, the things that are going to fall off most likely are... The, the foot pegs. It's always been a highway well, let's peg see. or a foot Things peg. that could fall off. Foot pegs, floorboards, drivers, passengers. Yeah, passengers. you kind of check your passenger and just check make sure they're not different. wiggly. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think that was it from that story. Yeah, that was pretty much it. It honestly was. I mean, it was pretty scary. Yeah. It, honestly, yeah, it, yeah. it could have. If that thing would honestly hit you in, in the head, it, it could easily knock you out. Oh, like, oh yeah, that thing, sure. they're, it's dangerous. But that definitely... The highlight of the trip was going on a road called the Dragon's Tail, mm. and it is just as awesome as it sounds. What? It, it's Tail the Dragon. Tail of the Dragon. Tail of the Dragon. The dra- <laughs> road hey, uh, Dragon Tail. Let's take a break at, while we're while Ruben revs this up and, and dig into our edible this week. Okay. okay. Well, what makes? Are you going to explain the edible, or should we should I keep on telling? Uh, just story? let's all commentary on it, and then I'll explain what it is later. Do you have one? No. Oh yeah, 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 I do. Okay, so now we're now we're just all eating it. So now I'll commentary what it is. Um, if you, what makes motorcycle riding fun? It's obviously probably two things: speed and insane cornering. Let me Danger. stop you right there. I'm gonna have to disagree. It's <laughs> acceleration mm. because speed is not that fun. Agreed. You're right. Because we were going, if you're going 80 miles an hour, there's so much wind, mm-hmm. it's not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But you're right, acceleration is fun. And also just turning around corners. Um, <coughs> think of Tokyo drifting, minus Japan and minus the drifting part. <laughs> but you're still going around corners. <laughs> so pretty much forget everything about Tokyo drift. Except the corners. Except, yeah, corners. So the tail of the dragon is in the mountains of Tennessee and North Carolina. It actually starts in one and ends in the other. Mm-hmm. And it's probably I think it's about 10 miles long. 11. 
I said about 10 miles. I know, but it's the <laughs> whole stat. Oh. And it's just a blast. There are so many hairpin turns. The overall speed limit is 30 miles an hour. And I had heard this is so scary. It's so dangerous. Like, you can be as safe as you want to be, <laughs> and there's still a 50-50 chance you're going to go off the road. If you do go off the road, it's not on a bad. mountain. So you're going to you're gonna fall down, ruin your bike. Oh, wait, wait. Maybe kill a passenger. As safe as you want to be. What if you were walking? Oh, that's even still more a 50, dangerous. 50 chance? Even then. In fact, we did actually see someone walking <gasps> on the side of the road. And they <gasps> fell off. Because they had crashed their car. Oh, oh no. Because this, is not, this is not a joke. Wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, they I were actually, they I didn't were actually hear about, about a car crash. And they drifted into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so we had, we had heard, my, our, my dad had done this ride and a couple other guys from the group. And... And I just heard it's just insanely dangerous. And did if you, you go, hear, did the, you hear that from actual people though? From dad? Yeah. Well, I would have felt, or at least felt that. Maybe he didn't. Just, maybe he didn't say that, but that was the feeling I got. But he always said he wanted to take us to it, and so I didn't. I more got that impression from videos I've seen where people are like, He's "Oh, these are the people to... that die and mm. all this stuff." But it's always just crazy people that. He's just trying to kill you off. He is. Was fewer less errors. Air. Yeah. <laughs> so if the speed limit is thirty miles an hour, and there's on the road, uh, there's signs for turns that say you know slow down to thirty or twenty five. I think twenty five. Yeah. I think is the slowest. Yeah. And if you go the speed limit and follow those signs, you're fine. I mean, you do need to know how to ride your bike because sometimes the road on curves, uh, it is slanted. Yeah. Like a race car track is, mm-hmm. which makes it easy if you know what you're doing. But if you would stall or stop, you could very easily tip over because oh, yeah. of the incline. So you need to keep moving. Yeah. Uh, and it's really cool because often it's so, as you go around a corner, you can almost get to a point where you, if you would stop, you would definitely tip over. But then if you accelerate it, you just like straighten back up and make it around the corner. That's pretty cool. So it is a blast. It happened the weekend we went was a Mazda Miata event some dumb little car so there was probably a hundred mazda cars that we saw Mm. on the road and at the at the entrance yeah and that was one of the cars that was in the Mm. woods it was a red Mm -hmm. one and it was pretty new too i think yeah well first of all they have those kind of events have zero sympathy for people that do something stupid and wreck their vehicle Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like a 11 miles, and then the start is a restaurant. And there's 318 curves wow. in 11 miles. And at the end, there's, like, a restaurant and some, like, gift shops, and there's a tree. This tree, I forget. Now, what, the end is, so so you're going down or you're going up? Well, if you, there is, it's just a road. So technically, there is no end or beginning. But if you start in Tennessee, you're going down, I okay, would you're say. Going down yeah, the whole time. I think so. And is it a pretty steep Not the whole downhill? time, but I would say most. No. It's, I mean, there's parts that are... It's up and 30, down. 30, okay. 30 degree, but it's not long parts of it. And is this road made on purpose to be just swervy? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so it just it, had to be like that. It's a legitimate road. Yeah. It's like Highway 129. Semis used to try to take it. Uh, they can't anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so there's this tree at, at technically the, the the bottom, but the, the road, can you can still keep driving, but it just turns into 129, and it's not the tail of the dragon anymore. Yeah. But this tree, this tree is called. I forget what the tree, tree is. Tree of called. shame. Tree of shame, and it is literally full 
of of wrecked parts from motorcycles. From motorcycles, maybe I don't know if there's any cars. I think it's mostly motorcycles. I don't know. Yeah. But mostly motorcycles of, of that wrecked on, on the tail of the dragon. And, and I was shocked how many are of this like this year. Like there oh, was, really? was quite a bit. They have of, them dated? Of, yes, they do. You they write date on them. them. You write on your name and the date. It was it was crazy. I mean, just full of it, full of parts. <laughs> Bless oh, you. We, we looked up how many people die on the tail of the dragon per year. I think it was was it two? Yeah. So, which, I mean, there's bad areas here in Napanee where people have bad accidents regularly. But I think in the tail of the dragon, like people know it's dangerous. And so it's not like they're unaware of, of what of the situation. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty much if you're not an idiot you'll be fine. They do have uh so if you if you enjoy motorcycle driving, definitely uh despite you probably heard of it actually, and it's worth going. I, I would have went I I would go back <clears throat> today. Like it, it was that much fun. Mm-hmm. Even and we went very slow. I'd want to go a little bit faster next time. Mm-hmm. But I would go again tomorrow in a heartbeat. But the thing I didn't like is it's very touristy and there's tons of people. <sighs> touristy places like that are just always, yeah. They're just not. It's fun. not as cool. <sighs> there's and always heard, like one or two cool things to see and then you're just done because there's so many people. Yeah. yeah. And my dad said that he went to, after they did the Teledragon, they went <laughs> last time, years ago, they went to, uh, where's Fair Play? South Carolina? Yeah. I think it was there. Yeah. And a guy <clears throat> took told him, I know roads that are just as bad, but no people. And he said it was true. Like, it was just as curvy, but there's no people. Oh, so there's oh, yeah. definitely more roads like that in the U.S., but this is by far the most famous Which motorcycle famous. road in yeah. the U.S. Uh, one one cool thing, though, that I will say about it is that uh, the reason that it is, or one good thing about that it's so famous is that there's people that sit at, like, certain corners mm-hmm. that take pictures of, okay. of you riding, and then you can go online later and, like, buy a picture, and it's, like, a... Yeah, of you, so it's right. like a roller coaster, but with your own car. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's public road in your own car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any other type of vehicle that someone who doesn't have a motorcycle that they would enjoy taking? I would say any sports car. I, I feel like a Mazda Miata is like the perfect car to do that kind of thing on because mm-hmm. that's smaller. It's a small car and it's really good handling. Like they're they're kind of built for that. Yeah. How would your car do, Jeff? Pretty good, I think. Oh, I think his car would be fun. But if you get car sick at all, you're going to get car sick in a motorcycle. Like, I get car sick, and I didn't get car sick at all in a motorcycle. But once you're in a vehicle, you're not yeah. curving. You're just going sideways. Yeah. You get sick pretty quick. And on the way – so on the way down, had nice weather. And then on the way out, it started raining. Mm-hmm. And so obviously, with rain, the roads get more slick. Um, so we really took it easy on the way out. And then it did stop about halfway through – it just cleared up, and we had dry roads again. That was one thing that was really interesting <clears throat> about the whole trip. There was weird, fast, and short rain showers. Mm. Like Central America. I've heard that's why it's called the Smokies, because mm-hmm. it's like a rainforest, and it's always kind of foggy, and rain. it rains almost every day there. Another thing that was weird about that, it was like it was like literally like a line. Like, you'd be driving in rain, and then nothing, mm. and... Sl- Roads are totally dry. Like it was like, bam. Hmm. It, it was it was weird. Yeah, that is interesting. All right. Hey, we should uh, review this edible. Oh, yeah. So today we have one of the more unique edibles that we've had on this podcast. That is actually enjoyable, but very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is melon flavored Kit Kat bars. 
And when you say melon, it's not water melon. It is like a cantaloupe, like the picture of a cantaloupe. I love when I opened it up and smelled it. It smelled like a starburst. Mm, It does kind of. Yeah, you're right. I, I, you can, you can tell, like, you can connect the melon flavor with it. Oh, big time! It's better than watermelon flavored stuff. Yeah. Are any of you guys huge (laughs) Kit Kat fans? Original Kit Kat? No. Yes. Not you are. I love Kit Kat. Love it. Because I was gonna. I'm not a huge fan. But even if I would be a big fan, this is way better than the actual Kit Kat. I did. That means so, you don't like chocolate, then. I, I like chocolate, no, but I, I really, I do really like the original Kit Kats. One was good, but I don't want is, another um, one. Japan is like really famous for having different flavors of Kit Kats, hmm. and this is, I think, from Japan, or from it's from Asia somewhere. I bought it at an Asian store. In Asia. No, just a, a few more down. The if street. you want more cantaloupe flavored products, I went to a restaurant, and you guys are talking about it on the podcast before. There's this little Mexican restaurant in Plymouth, and it's actually also a market. And I went there and ate, ate supper there with my wife and my cousin and his wife, and they had these drinks there. One was cantaloupe, one was watermelon, one was. What's that cactus that they're very famous cactus? Pear, tamarind. No, is it sweet prickly pear? Honey? Prickly pear. Oh, prickly pear. Yeah. Prickly pear uh, drink and some lime drink and some other stuff. And and I got I got the watermelon drink. My wife got the cantaloupe drink, and my relatives got I don't know what they got, but but I was shocked how the drink tasted. A- Exactly like it, and there was like mm-hmm. at, you could taste it was like real. Mm-hmm. It was real, like mm-hmm. it was real fruit. It was good. It was delicious. Yeah, what's a, <clears throat> it? That reminds me of like the the Snapple apple flavored drink. I think it's apple Snapple. that doesn't just taste like apple juice. It tastes like you're biting into an apple. Mm. It's very very weird. Mm. Well, anyway, this snack is one of the best things we've had, in my opinion. Yeah, one of the best edibles we've had on the podcast. It's I, it's really good. Are we gonna eat those beans sometime, or is that just like a desk ornament? Well, it's a paperweight. I can't remember if we tried them before or not, but they just don't look good. No, they're fermented beans, fermented soybeans Ugh. syrup. In syrup. Yeah, they expire in um, last year. Uh, produced. Oh no, they expire in twenty twenty three. Oh, we're still good. Okay. Although, how when does Fermented stuff actually expire. All right, I do have some questions that we should discuss from last week's episode. We talked. We started talking about at what point do you start calling your in-laws mom and dad? Mm, that's a that's a good question. And we talked about it a little <clears throat> bit, and and Leighton and I shared where we were at. I think did you, Nicholas? Yeah, I'm like halfway. Like I've I've called my in-laws mom and dad before. But it doesn't feel 100% normal yet. Like, I still feel a little bit, not weird, but I don't want to say uncomfortable either, but it doesn't feel, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mom and dad, talking to to my parents, calling them mom and dad, just rolls off the tongue, like, you know. But I don't know. Jeff, do you call your mother-in-law, do you call her mom? I do now. Yeah. I I did did, for a long time. When did you start, and why did you start? I don't know. It just it just didn't feel. I, I maybe started like I've been married three years now. I maybe started like six months ago. Was okay. it when your baby was born? Um, 
No. That was exactly the hunch I had. Once you start having kids, kids, and then maybe they're going to start calling these people, you know, grandma and grandpa. If at that maybe. point it helps transition. It's it's possible that like that happens subconsciously. It was maybe about the same time, but I there's no I didn't make a conscious decision. Oh, I have a kid now and yeah, I probably should call her mom. Um I don't know, it's just like a like it just like you said, Nicholas, it just kind of always felt different. It felt weird. It didn't. It didn't feel wrong, mm-hmm. but it didn't feel quite right either. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it just kind of felt odd. And I decided that you know what, I just need to start doing it. There are some <clears throat> families that don't do it at all. Yeah, they will forever call their in laws by their first name, right? And and not refer to them as mom and dad. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Do you think that's like? Is it out of respect? That you do call them mom and dad? Or does it not matter whatsoever? Mm. I don't know. I think it depends on culture. There's cultures that would be it would be very like respectful to call them like Mom and Dad. Not um I'm just trying to think. But even like, within let let Latin American culture would, would call uh, your mother in law some other term, not mom. But like another term that's a derivative of mom, some I, I even forget what the terms are. But that's kind of like a a sign of respect, kind mm-hmm. of. But even <clears throat> so, even within like actually the people that went on the trip, um, my parents would have called their their in laws mom and dad, mm-hmm. and yet uh, Eric Kenneth Weldon, like his family, like they didn't. Mm. And I, hmm. I'm actually talking about. Dana's my brother-in-law, yeah. who is Air Air Dana. Air Air Dana. Air Air Dana. And, and like, he grew up, he didn't hear his parents call the other ones mom and dad. Like, he didn't yeah. hear. Hmm. And, and they, like, we grew up, like, as similar as you could, you know, very similar church, obviously the same area. Yeah. And your parents would have even, or your grandparents would have even come from similar backgrounds. Yeah. With similar experiences. Although I would say, Ruben, that your grandpa, your dad's dad... Is and not to say this in a in a derogatory way at all, but probably more personable than uh, Weldon's wife's dad. Just just in general, as yeah. a person, like maybe, yeah. Without knowing him very well, you feel mm-hmm. like you could joke around with him more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe that's where it is. Just more, maybe more casual and not, not quite as proper. Yeah. Mm. All right, maybe we'll never get an answer. If listeners have have thoughts on it, you guys could drop in as well. You should check for um, comments. Yeah, comments or feedback. Um, we did have a comment from Charlene, and she was just clarifying uh, the year that our youth group went on a mission trip to Jamaica. Mm. That was when we had a lady of the night uh, break into our room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was, I guess it was 2006. Wow, My. it's been been a while. It's been a while. I thought about making that title. The, the title for that episode is Jeffy Tours DC and a Lady of the Night. And I thought about making it Jeff Tours DC with, <laughs> with <laughs> the lady somehow, of the night. somehow tying those together even yeah. more. Because um, I didn't want to call, Charlene referred to as Ruben's Lady of the Night experience. And that was like, I don't know, that, that, that was, I didn't want to give that title. That felt... <laughs> too suggestive, <clears throat> too clickbaity. Anyway, um, I think that's 
Was there any other topics you guys wanted to bring up and discuss on today's episode? I don't think so. Mm. Oh, actually, yes. That dump truck. We forgot. Remember? No. Okay, uh, he so forgot too. we're on the way home, okay? and From the bike trip. From the bike trip. Oh, yeah. And we went through this construction, and... We didn't go through it. We had to stop because of one lane. Okay. <laughs> That's the whole point. Well, I was getting to that point. <clears throat> Excuse me. We were trying to go through the construction, but we had to stop. One lane... And we got so so Tristan, which which is our leader, driving home. He stopped, and we all stopped behind him. Then the guy comes and gives something to Tristan. The guy, the guy, who's the guy? The sign guy. The sign guy said, "Stop and slow, stop and slow." The sign guy gives him something. Yes, I didn't see what it was. This is in Kentucky. Is that allowed on the job? I don't know. Is that even allowed? I just heard he gave something to Tristan. I said, "That's kind of weird." Whatever. Then Tristan just takes off. When it was said stop. And, and the guy, and the sign guy was still holding stop. Yeah. Yeah. So the rest of us didn't go. So, so the rest of us didn't go. He told us to stop. So we, we stopped there. <clears throat> Tristan goes on to the one lane. And, and then all of a sudden, cars stop, or car, other, other side, the cars stop, start <clears throat> coming. Excuse me. Start coming. And we're frustrated thing. because we don't understand why is Tristan, why did Tristan leave us? Yeah. As and a why lead, did the sign guy like, not let us go? Isn't he supposed to make everybody go together? Yeah. It yeah. was obvious we were in a group. Yeah, but was it though, Ruben? Yeah. Because he was in a three-wheeled vehicle. It was still not a car. It was clearly something yeah, special. But... And if you would have looked on the back on the license plate, you would have seen that M for motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben. <laughs> Ruben. Yeah, most pe- should, more people should look at license plate, I guess. That's what Ruben's trying to say. Anywho, so cars come, you know, we're sitting there, you know, trying to in the waste heat. time. I mean, it, is, it is hot. Oh, I thought, it was, I thought it, was, it was in the morning, though, wasn't it? Not from what I remember. Anyway, it seemed every time we stopped, it was, it was the hot. sun was baking. Well, you have a. Unless it was raining. You have a pure was, black b- motorcycle, so probably every point of the day <laughs> is hot for you. It is. <laughs> But I heard other people complain about the heat too. Okay, okay. so it might be hot. It might, be not, it might not be hot. Well, the last guy is a tr- dump truck, and the line of cars coming towards us. Oh yeah, sure. A dump a dump truck for the construction crew. Yeah, okay, like for the road construction. And this dump truck, instead of going past us like most cars are doing, mm-hmm. every car is doing, mm-hmm. he turns in front of us to to drive into the construction to yeah. load up or dump. So he starts driving, and as soon as his front tire. Gets off the pavement and into the gravel mm-hmm. they're working on, it instantly starts to sink. Mm-hmm. Like instantly, it just sinks right. And away. instead of stopping, which he was going pretty fast. No, Nichols, there was no stopping. He was okay. trying to make it through. He might. Mm-hmm. He might have sped up. I don't know. All of a sudden, his dump truck is over three fourths of the way in, and his front end is. Is digging. It is. It is bulldozing. His bumper. His bumper is. Yeah. <laughs> it's in dirt. It's yeah. His bumper's buried. His wheels are buried, and he's stuck. And he gets out, and like, what were you when he got out? I was kind of oh expecting a little more angry. Has a picture of it. Angry Hold and it. frustrated driver, and him start yelling at the sign guy. Say, si- why didn't you tell? Why did you tell yeah. me to come in here? I, that's exactly that's what, I was, what I was expecting. I was, I was expecting too. some fireworks. I was thinking like. Oh no! And just like freaking out, my dump truck stuck. You know, what do you think he did, Jeff? The first thing he jumped out. What did he do? 
tried to push it. I wish he would have. That would have been a good story. <laughs> no. He gets out his phone and takes a picture. <laughs> Which is exactly what we were doing. <laughs> Which was, yeah, everyone else was doing too. So so then we then we go around him and... and did, did the guy switch it to go, that you could go? Or did he just kind of oh, let oh, you through? Oh, by the way, the, so, so then... Then after the there was one more car that came, yeah, and he handed something back to our sign guy, yeah, and it was the same thing that he gave to Tristan. What? It was a little white piece of shirt or towel that it shows who the last person is. Oh. Now, mind you, these people were also wearing radios. They had radios. <laughs> So I don't know why they didn't just radio each other, <laughs> and they couldn't see each other because it was over. It was over a hill. hill. I didn't, I actually didn't even see any of that. Oh, that Tristan was handed something, or that this last guy handed something back. But that's that is that seems dumb. really inefficient because then the last car you got to be like, stop, 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 and give it to the guy, and then let him go. Yeah, but then <sighs> maybe they didn't want to misgender the vehicle by saying. This is a uh, white Ford Ranger, and it may be identified as a... It's a white female a Ford, Ford Ranger. Ford F-150. They were worried about that. Yeah. That could have been it. That, that seems... Yeah, that seems extremely odd. Yeah. Anyways. <sighs> All right. We went around him, and everything was good after that. And then about seven hours later... We were home. We made it home. <laughs> Sopping wet. Um, anything you want to start from the trip, Theodore? Theodore, what did you do when we were driving down and back? Well, I hate being uncomfortable, so I trailered my motorcycle down when I found out how far away it was. And <laughs> because I remember the last time we went to Kentucky, I was ready to stop riding motorcycle by the time we got down there. And I wanted to enjoy myself while I was there. Yeah. So I thoroughly enjoyed the <clears throat> trip. I was never sore. <laughs> I loved getting on the bike, and it was a blast. Well, who drove Which, your truck people, then? I did. I had a trailer. No, but who drove your truck? Why? Or you just parked your truck and then... At the lodge. Yeah, okay, at. okay. Yeah. So I had a great time, and then on the way back, all of a sudden, a bunch of women wanted to ride with me because they were uncomfortable too. <laughs> but I had fun. Yep. And then after, I think we all decided we're not going that far ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It was Actually, fun, but far. Yeah. Ruben's going to plan the next trip, so. And Jeff? we're planning on Rochester? Mm. <laughs> yep. 30-minute <laughs> ride. Uh. Wheels up at noon <laughs> instead of 6 a.m. And then wheels down at 1230. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, my. Well, thanks, guys, for listening. Um, what, theater? what is the point? The point is motorcycles aren't comfortable. Moms spank harder than dads. Don't yell if it's not an emergency. And check wiggly parts. And Nicholas, what's our word of the week? Word of the week is Kit Kat. <laughs>